For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nate Land podcast. I'm Nate Bargatze's Aaron Weber, Brian Bates. Still introducing. Also, people have uh, our dog. She's under here. Her name's Holly, and you might see her running around. She sits in here for, I don't know, some of the episode, and then she even thinks it's too long, so she leaves. It's one of her comments, <laughs> and she runs out. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming back. Uh, you know, we're starting to, we're getting in a groove. I think we're starting to figure out, you know, what's the, what's the system of how we're doing this. I like papers. I love having papers, man. Like this. It's nothing better. It feels like something's accomplished. Uh, and we have a good list of stuff to talk about today. I what uh, I was thinking about starting the show is what we did last week is we want to do the first, you know, the first beginning to kind of comments on some comments that people wrote about about the last episode. And uh, so I think we're going to try to keep that going and see how that goes. So if you're listening and you don't want to hear about these comments, then you can fast forward. But what I find is people realize we may not know what we're talking about a lot of times, and they want us to know it. Yes. Also, yeah, realize like the the point of this is we're just looking this stuff up. Yeah. And like so that's it. I mean, there's no, there's not, you know, there's not a guy like that's what Rogan's for. Yeah. Go watch Rogan. <laughs> exactly. Rogan talks to a professional, and we're just comedians talking about whatever we try to find topics that are fun to talk about we like having stuff that are you can dive in and get involved and try to be interesting and funny and whatever it is and but yeah we definitely we're shooting from the hip yeah know? i mean a lot of stuff could be completely wrong and um you know so that's what i mean that's what it is it's going to be wrong i don't know <laughs> most things i do is wrong so uh, all right, let's get because uh, I think we're gonna have a long one, I, or we're gonna have a today's a good one, uh, a topic. I you should never say that at, at the beginning, <laughs> guys. This is gonna be a haul. Uh, just you know, that's you ever hear someone say when they go, it's the worst thing I hate hearing. I've in comics say it when they they say, uh. They mentioned something like oh, I went to the store today, but I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. And then and then they go into something else. You're like, dude, I can't. That's I, I'm already regretting. I don't want to hear the story thing. You know, the whole time you're talking, I'm like, ah, 
We still have to wait to hear he went to the store. He hasn't even got into that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way at church when like the preacher's like, later on, we're going to be talking about Second Thessalonians. You're like, oh, boy, I'm already checked out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I checked out of that comment. <laughs> they, I already checked out. Sorry. I no, go, to, right, go to church. Man. That's all right. No, no. It's good you go to church. Uh, so... That was like a that's that that's just a funny thing to be like we're just talking about comics. You're like I know I hear it. that's like my my I feel like my mom would be like I know our pastor the other day said you're just like oh yeah yeah that's right this that's guy right. can't even relate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like an old man yeah I have a hard time uh, getting the ATM in the car to drive through they don't make it anybody else and you're like no nah, I think your arms are getting shorter um, I. So let's just go through these comments. So the first one we're gonna do uh, Matt Origin O R G E N, and a lot of people commented this, but The Office took off because the forty year old version came out between season one and two. Otherwise, it was being considered for cancellation, and that's also why he got in shape. Mm-hmm. They said, yeah, for, for the movie. movie, yeah. So that's good. So that's solved. Mark <laughs> there you it. Go. Check that Done. one off. Yeah. The Done. List. This is one of mine favorites, Sam Wyman. Listen, I love the podcast and could listen to it all day, every day. However, if I continue to hear Brian's nose hairs whistling into the microphone whenever he breathes, I will cut my ears off. <laughs> and I think that's fair. I like that the guy has narrowed it down to it was you. Yeah. I, that's I, some detective work. I just assumed people would blame Aaron for a lot of the heavy breathing. But, I mean, everybody was like. I did get blamed a couple times in the comments. I also know, first of all, I want to apologize. There's a lot of comments. If it was just one, you're like, well, that guy's crazy. But when it's like 18, you're like, well, they may be onto something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I apologize for that. And I also noticed that whenever it's a f- nice, fun comment, people like to say, oh, Brad was funny or Matt, you know, whatever yeah. I've been called. But uh-huh. when it's this, they're very specific. They know. Sure Brian Bates needs to die. <laughs> yeah. 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 At Brian Bates, com- is it at Brian Bates' comment? Comic. Yeah. Comic, yep. So yep. go and follow if you're tired of noise, uh, nose hair whistling. I'm Cutting sorry, your ears you, off you, is a little much. Well, I'd I don't say know. You just stop listening. Uh, I don't know. I'd go with the ears, hmm. to be honest, Sam. <laughs> uh, either, that's how I want the listeners to be. I want them to either cut their ears off or... Or listen, I, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want you half in. Uh-huh. You're either all in. You're either ears are off. I can't listen because both my ears are gone. Are you? Are you a fan and you're listening? That's the, that's the way I want it. Brock Sanderson uh, Gretzky was so dominant that if you took all his goals away, he would still hold the record for most points ever, which is unbelievable. How crazy? How does that? Is. What does? How does that work? They get points for assists and goals. Oh, okay. And something else. I, I feel like we can't ask questions. Now we're going to have to read comments. So this is a comment for Assist. the, the yeah. last week of the comment. Like that, We're going to have to keep doing comments. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, guys, the first five minutes is the comments about the other comments that we did. And then the next 20 minutes is about the current episode. Like we, We're eventually not even going to have an episode. No. Yet. All right, guys. <laughs> this yeah, first that's... week is about the two <laughs> previous. It all just keeps going, never stops. It's assist. Assist. Okay. And so, yeah, he, they, he could all his, so all his actual goals, and so they get point, he could still lead in points, which is That's insane. Nuts. Nuts. Interesting fact, when Pete Weber said, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> he has said that he was yelling at a 12-year-old <laughs> kid that was talking trash to him in the stands. <laughs> I mean, 
couldn't get better. No. That's to be the reason. No. That's Peter. What was uh, what made you say that? I'll tell you what made me say that. <laughs> Stupid kids of this generation. They think they're better than me. Who do they think they are? I am. I mean, that is definitely an old man yelling, talk, talking trash to a kid and doesn't really know what he's saying. Yeah. What was that kid saying? I would love to hear that. I don't know. You know, those aren't arenas that they're doing that in. This is a pretty small room. Bowling alleys. Maybe. Yeah. He said, who does he think he is? I am. That's what the kid said. <laughs> who does this guy think he is? Because you, you are <laughs> or something. It's the opposite. And then he says, who do you think you are? I am. It's such a great line. Hmm. Uh, another one. This uh, another comment. It's a very funny sports story. Uh, uh, she uh, was it a girl? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So a young lady. Youth. She was at youth swim meet. The four by one hundred relays where each member swims a length of the pool. First member of the relay dives in and starts swimming down. This girl. She says, "I'm supposed to go third, but I didn't know someone else comes back." So when the first person touched the wall at the other end, I dove in and started swimming. I crossed my teammate mid-pool and thought, wow, she really screwed up. Great time, but we ended up on the wrong side of the pool. Dude, that's so funny to yeah. me. When I first read that, I was really, I mean, I read it so bad. God, I was laughing so hard. It's just, I, I love I love it. I love the idea of just, I mean, you know, because when you're swimming, you're just oblivious. Yeah. You dive in. There's no, the person has no, it's full on commitment with just all the people watching going, why are you doing that? <laughs> and, and you're like, hey, <laughs> just really getting after it. Yeah, to pass somebody in the water. Oh, God. You almost hit each other. Just what are you doing? Yeah, you know, those lanes are narrow. Yeah. yeah. You know? And just what are you doing? You probably can't hear anything when you're swimming like that, right? So you just, just have no idea. Just to come up too? Yeah. To come up and just be like, <laughs> just like really like, just how do I do? How do we, are we good? Right, and you're like, you've lost it. You yeah. lost the tournament. That girl at the other end touches and just thinks, I mean, the girl at the other end probably touches and, you know, I mean, I don't know if everybody's putting it together. You could think someone drifted over into the lane. Uh-huh. I bet that happens with like youth Swim is just yeah. Someone just is in four lanes over, just kind of sideways <laughs> angle. Yeah. You ever see? You ever go see someone swim in like the YMCA and they uh-huh. they just uh, boom? It's like they're just hitting the sides. Yeah, they can't stay straight. Yeah, I never like if you go swimming. If you, I, I, I like swimming and I tried to do it. Uh, I don't know. It's a whole thing to go swimming at like the if you go to the Y or something. You would go in. You gotta. It's a just a nightmare. Yeah, and so I never. I was like, I'm not gonna ever commit to this to, as be to be the exercise you're supposed to do. And when you go and like, if it's crowded too, I'm out. Like I need maybe one person in the whole pool, in the area. If it's three, I mean, I'm done. If there's one, because people just get in lanes. People just will get in and be like, oh, okay, I'll swim and I'll swim this way and you swim there and stay in the same lane. And that, that's so uncomfortable to me. Like, I think if the lanes are full, I mean, I'm just not swimming. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to yeah. share a lane. <laughs> that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you sh- yeah. Yeah. Uh, COVID's helped out a lot. <laughs> I love this. There's a lot of stuff I really enjoy. The When you go to a restaurant, they can't sit you on top of someone. When you're staying in line, there's not just someone on your back. Yeah. 
I've seen a lot of bathrooms are are blocking out the middle urinal. Yeah, it's like this is a, why is that there to begin with? I mean, with? COVID's unbelievable. <laughs> COVID. Is, Hopefully, it'll never end. I yeah. mean, big yeah. fan. <laughs> I tell you what, there's a lot. There's, there's. I would want to go if they go. There's a lot of we learned from COVID. Wash your hands, like they do all this health stuff, and they go. Then we got Nate, and I want to be like, guys, the social distance thing is not a bad way to live. <laughs> that's that's something we should all take away from COVID. Is make sure stand back from the person ordering. If you're at Starbucks, what do you what do you got? Are you in, you are you got to order over that guy's shoulder? No, back up. Just back up. Even if you're healthy, even if you're two healthy people, maybe don't just be on top of some. Don't be a backpack to a guy. Yeah, this works out well for you. I love it. I mean, I dude, sitting at a restaurant is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, all right, the uh, this one I do like just real quickly. Someone said in the seventies, uh, this woman she said uh, she was a teen mom killing it. Uh, I have a joke about teen moms. They actually do great because they, because I mean, if I was a teen mom, if I was a teen parent right now at 41, my daughter would already be gone. Yeah. You're living the life, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> you, hit, you hit 35, 40, kids out of the house. Wow. I mean, you're in the peak of your life. Yeah. Been there, done that. She, and she said during her presidency, I think she smoked in the gynecologist's office. He said that smoking while pregnant wasn't horrible. And it might just make the baby be smaller. I mean, that's that's very. Uh, that's. I mean, can you imagine? That's a doctor, man. <laughs> like, in the seventies, no one knew. They're like, I don't know. He's gonna. Well, he's gonna weigh a buck fifteen instead of a buck forty. Is that too bad? You know what I mean? With obes- obesity rising in this country, you know, yeah. we should more of us should be smoking the more we have. I think I, you just meant the baby will be smaller when it's birth. I think in general, the whole time. It's I whole life, yeah. It's just going to be life, underweight. It's under, yeah, he's skinny. All the skinny people out there, their parents smoked. That's a fact. Maybe that's why <laughs> people are fatter now. It's just because less people are smoking during pregnancy. We should try we're it out. Solving some stuff here. This is if uh, you're pregnant out there, guys. If you're, we need we need two people pregnant. One of you need to be commit to smoking cigarettes, <laughs> and the other one doesn't. <laughs> So who we got? We got a lot of people for the first one with no smoking, but the second one's pretty tough to find. You're fine, someone. This is 100% true, this guy wrote. I was watching the podcast last night and experienced laughter-induced, I don't know, syncope? Syncope. Syncope, S-Y-N-C-O-P-E. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, got a word that, uh, there's going to be a bunch of words I don't know. Basically, I fainted while laughing. It was when Brian was talking about his running between bases. I was laughing hard. Don't get me wrong, but I've laughed harder <laughs> and stayed conscious. Going into the doctor tomorrow about it will keep you updated. We, we just want to hear and make sure that guy's all right. Yeah. yeah. But that's pretty crazy. He fainted while laughing. Uh, laughter, and, yeah. So I guess so hard that, I mean, it made him faint. But they wanted to make it clear that it wasn't because the joke was that great. Yeah, like, they laughed hard. Well, I don't know yeah, if this yeah, guy yeah. wanted to, our opinion on it. I mean, Brian, we've never had, Brian's never had this happen. So this is no. we. He has no idea. I mean, obviously, he's had people wake up and leave, <laughs> but <laughs> never. Well, I hope he's okay. I hope I didn't kill I someone. Uh, I don't know. It'd be good to have in the bio. <laughs> you go. This guy kills literally. You think the doctor's gonna make him play the clip? Let's yeah. hear. Let's hear what made you laugh. 
He just goes, and the doctor's like, ah, I mean, I <laughs> so far we've promoted COVID, smoking while pregnant, and now dying from laughter. And we're still in the comments. Still, yeah, we debated, uh, <laughs> we have faded out of the comments. This is all going to be just cut off. I love you guys. Oh, this one guy wrote, uh, I love you guys in the podcast. For, for the love of God, do your research. Uh, if, if, if it wouldn't be so bad if Nate didn't say it with such confidence, uh, <laughs> the dude's name is Luka Doncic, and I was saying Donkic, I think, so it's Luka Doncic. So I messed uh, his name up that gets messed up regularly on television. Yeah, and Kobe scored 81, not 82 points, so I was wrong about those. Thank By the you. way, I'm, I'm on the you know, that is a comment though that's 81, 82. He said that. As if I said Kobe had 140 points. Yeah. And he's like, dude, it's 81. Let's relax. Yeah. It's not that. It wasn't even that impressive, dude. It, it was, was only 81. Yeah. You said 82. He said that stuff bugged me much more than it should have. So he does acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> got a problem. Yeah. That he's, got, he's like, yeah, what do you want me to do, man? I was excited. <laughs> I got excited about it. Uh, no, I like it. You know, I didn't know that about Luca's last name because I've heard it pronounced incorrectly so many times. Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. Who's, uh, there's another sports person's last name that always, uh, Giannis, Giannis, Anka Tolupu, his name. You hear him, it's tough, man. That's a tough one to say. I just always say Giannis, the Greek freak. He's the other one. But, all right, yeah, well, we're going to have Luca on, and he can help us say the name right. (laughs) That's that's all. Luca, could you come on and... We just ask him how he says his last name. We're like, all right, Luca, that's enough. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, hey, question question for the podcast. Actually, more of a comment. I just wanted to say that I think Brian is very underrated. Thank you. Oh. oh thank you. Uh, he nice. adds a fun dynamic to the group. This, thank you. This seems like Brian's handwriting. <laughs> It reminds me of the way we used to chat with the lunch lady in middle school. <laughs> Very sweet. Keep it up, guys. I, I mean, I love it because I do think that's a what? genuine comment. I, I like. I, I mean, I don't know if I can't tell if they're being funny. I honestly think that's like, it's a. That's what they think. They think. What does that mean? Well, I think you would be older than the lunch lady in middle school, but it's. <laughs> You, <laughs> it just oh, means boy. you're kind of sweet and adorable and innocent. And yeah, like, you know that's oh. what I think. The kids, yeah, and the kids are like, ah, oh, man, she's fun. <laughs> she's a fun. I remember my lunch lady. We didn't hang out with her. Uh huh. Well, I don't, I don't think they're hanging out. No one wants to hang out with you. I think they just want to. They will like. <laughs> it says they like chat, talking, not hang out. Yeah. So. Oh. I don't think. All right, valid I think point. There's not a listener on here that's like, oh, I hope me and Brian get to hang out one day. But right. I think they. Enjoy seeing you, and as they get their mashed potatoes, <laughs> as, you, as you throw their mashed potatoes on their tray, I think they enjoy being like, she's fun and nice. And then you're going to end up helping one kid. You know, there's one kid that's like, my lunch lady really yeah. broke it to me one day as you smoke a cigarette in the back. I feel lunch ladies always smoke. they just be... Inside the cafeteria? No. I mean, okay. maybe early on they could. But out back? Yeah. Like, yeah, you go out back, doors cracked open, uh-huh. and they're always, <laughs> you know, smoking them. Uh, That's so on. funny. Let's move on. Uh, so, what, what? I was curious. Sorry. 24 minutes. 
I don't know. I'm, just I'm very curious about this comment because the plan is when we read these comments, I figure it's well, we started be, that clock four minutes early. Oh, okay. So we're at 20. Yeah. I figured it's going to be about 20 minutes mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, just trying to talk. To, you know, I, I, like I said, I think people, when they listen to podcasts, it's you, people want to say stuff. And so obviously we can't read everything, but it does help. I think it's good to, yeah, you guys correct us on stuff. And you have other facts. You have funny stories. So we do want to read some of that stuff. So I think, yeah, that's what the podcast should be. We'll do mm-hmm. you know, first 20, 30 minutes is that, and then we get into the actual episode. And I like telling you that in case you want to fast forward. Yeah. Dude, I'm on board with you listen how you want to listen, you know? Uh-huh. That's what it is. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to ask a dumb question. Has your internal clock improved since you did comedy? Like, you, you can oh, tell yeah. how long you've been... Like, would you have been able to ballpark that, you think? I probably. Yeah. I mean, that first episode, I was like, how long we do? Like, one of them, I was like, it was, it was right at you an na- hour. Like, the first episode, you nailed it. That's yeah. why I was interested. I can feel by the sun? I can tell by the, at night. Night's a little tougher, but I can get it within two <laughs> uh-huh. to three hours. Yeah. Uh, it's, which uh, Seinfeld Poppy died today. For the Seinfeld fans out there, if everybody remembers Poppy, uh, he passed away. And also... Uh, the Harvey Updike, Harvey Updike, the guy that poisoned the tree mm-hmm. that we just talked about, he passed away. Two greats, two yeah. guys, <laughs> two guys ahead of their time. Poppy you know and I mean? Harvey. Yeah, they always uh, come in threes. I don't know who's next. <laughs> yeah, I think we should investigate that tree and see what's. Maybe ask that tree some questions. How funny would that be to see someone asking that tree, "Where were you at the night Harvey died?" And just sitting talking to the tree, and just go, where were you at? Oh, I see a leaf falling. You nervous? You feeling nervous right now? You getting feels hot? A little hot? Uh, yeah. So, and I like telling people they can fast forward. Like I honestly, I'm a big. It's all up front. You don't have to listen to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. This guy wrote sports. Really, sports, what's next? Oh, let's discuss marching bands for an hour. This guy sounds like me. That's what I would do. That's, I go from the, the very uh, exaggerated. Yeah. I was just starting to like the podcast, and you guys are yapping about your local sports matches like a bunch of, <laughs> oh, high school jocks. Boring. Uh, and then same guy commented under that comment, uh, sorry about that previous comment. Spoke too soon. I really enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Very interesting and highly amusing, Mr. Brad. No, he said my Brad. His oh, name is Brad. Brad. I oh. think he's being funny. My Brad. My Brad. I don't know if that. I mean, he might have just messed up. Maybe. I'm more offended if he did that as a joke. The my Brad part. Uh, so yeah, that's you know what? That's the comments that you need, man. Uh-huh. I love that. I love that someone. That's what you don't see on the internet is someone that says something crazy. Yeah. Not crazy, but their opinion, whatever. Right. And then go, you know what? I was actually wrong. That was actually pretty great. Yeah. And then you see that in the response. That's so good for him, man. Would you prefer that than just deleting the original comment? I like seeing I, oh, yeah. his growth as a listener, you know? Yeah. Seeing the growth. I'm not against if they wanted, if they deleted it, you know, if they uh-huh. thought it was mean. I know, sometimes people listen to stuff and they say stuff in you know mean ways so I, I i'm fine with either one yeah whatever they wanted to do i mean most people just write the top one and then leave right. most people don't listen to anything this is so this will kind of lead into our episode today is going to be uh, about the future just 
it's you know the future there's a lot of crazy stuff that can happen and uh and i was thinking about it i've thought about it a lot lately like there's people that want to be being famous is i i think everybody wants to be i think everyone wants to be famous i think that's the problem you have with journalism too now with journalism obviously is something that people get mad at and i think it's because all these journalists want to be uh, this is when Holly's getting out now. <laughs> yeah, by the way, if you're done. you can look. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Holly's. Yeah, she's like, oh, here it goes. <laughs> Holly's actually one of the few listeners that just wants the comments and then doesn't want to hear about the meat and potatoes that we dive into. Checks out. So, but like, I think a big problem with journalism is journalism. Journalists want to be famous, and they and that's their thing, and that's why they write crazy stuff and they make stuff cuz they're trying they're trying to be famous. It's all about an audience, having an audience. And everybody goes and tries to get this audience. And so everybody it's uh it's that's a huge huge problem. And being you know, to get famous and I'm not talking about any now and currently. But think about the old days of becoming famous. The old days of it if you're Tony Bennett, you had to go earn all of that. Like being a celebrity in that it was a very earned kind of thing that guy was just around and then you just see him everywhere he has to put all this work out it's all this crazy amount of stuff and i mean there's people that won't know tony bennett but they would know you know the someone on tiktok or know someone on instagram or like all this stuff that now they don't have to create we're talking about that uh rex chapman the guy on twitter He's a former Kentucky basketball player, right? If that's the same guy. I, I th- I'm pretty sure it is. So he just retweets videos that other people make. He's a curator. Yeah. Right? So like that's a thing, though. Mm-hmm. That guy has all these followers and this, you know, whatever, makes money off of this stuff and becomes... It's created nothing. Absolutely nothing. He's just someone that can go... I can go find the best stuff and I put it together and now you just have to follow me and don't worry about it. And... It's a very weird thing to me because it's we're losing. I think we lose sight of people that are actually creating something. Guys, that yeah. there's there's you know if you if you like art, you know it's anything comedy to music. Whatever, you want the creating stuff. I, mean, I think music probably had. I'm not a the best music person, but music seems like it's they can just kind of grab someone and throw them up. Like it doesn't really matter. I don't think some of them seems like they don't, maybe they don't have to sing good. They, if they're, if they're cute and are handsome, they can go and we're like, we can make whatever out of it. We have plenty of people. We have a machine that can throw you out. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know essentially if that's the problem. I think the, the internet is the social media. It's people being famous. Yeah. People wanting to be famous and that's and you, everybody has an audience. Everybody talks as if they have an audience. Everybody. I was trying to write uh, if this ever becomes a joke. I was trying to see if this becomes a joke. I don't think it can now. It's very hard. Hard. But that idea, that social media. I think we end up talking to people. Like you end up, you're talk like we're talking to nobody. When you even at our homes, you have Alexa. You just go, hey Alexa. Text my mom. I mean, you're talking like a king. <laughs> and you're just a per. But that mentality, you start doing that everywhere. You uh-huh. start, you, you're driving. Uh, text back, no. And then you're just, I mean, you end up, it's a weird that you're kind of just shouting out demands. Uh-huh. And something's doing these demands. Right. So I, that mentality for some people just loses 
touch with reality. And that's where people, when they post stuff and they have, you know, they're just post their comment, their opinion on something. Mm -hmm. It's like, who are you making this opinion to? No one's like, when, when, if you have two views, then you should know that you have two views. You shouldn't think. People think they have a hundred views or ten views on something, and they're like, "Oh, I gotta go. I gotta, you know." People want to know what I'm up to. Yeah. I, I see people doing Facebook Live videos, and it's three people are watching. <laughs> Just turn it off, man. <laughs> Just get out of the way. You're in the way. You're the like all that is. We're all like, and that guy, that person thinks they're famous. Mm-hmm. They think, why are you talking to three people? <laughs> what? Who, who? Who? Your mom? Maybe? Like I don't know. I do that. You talk to three people? I don't think I'm famous, but I there's some that didn't get a lot of viewers. I, I understand putting it out. See, it's just everybody can put everything out now. So anybody can try anything. If someone wants to be a comedian, they can go put out videos and start becoming a comedian. Mm-hmm. I get very sensitive about that kind of stuff as a comedian, but I don't like, you know, because people get to dive in. Everybody gets to be like, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm you. you know, like creating an hour worth of material is extremely hard. There's the, the, the comics that do it. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's unbelievably hard. I don't think you, how many times you got to do it over and how many times you got to say it over and how many times you got to make it to make it. So by the time when you shoot a special, it's this kind of perfect thing. It's extremely hard to do and it just takes a long time to do it. Now there's a lot of tricks you can do where you don't have to do that and you don't have to create this. So like the true art of a lot of things is kind of, possibly going away i mean music it, what it used to be about the whole album and now it's just singles right you can have just a single you don't need to even have a good album like it doesn't really matter not saying people don't do that but isn't the whole idea of like you know cds used to like there was artwork and there was the way they did stuff and yeah. the whole album was a thing that you presented right it wasn't just like hey throw 500 songs against the wall Four of them work, and you're like, well, now you're a billionaire, and you're right. the most famous person ever. Like, you know, and with comedy, it was, I think it was, you know, like Richard Pryor was on the other day. Uh, I saw it on Showtime or something, live the stream. And I, I said I even know a ton about, I know Richard Pryor, obviously, being a comedian, but I I, I, didn't, I didn't listen to him. Like, And then, I, but I was just, I don't know, I was watching, and he was just so personal, and him talking about his... You know, just the way he's, I don't know, we got the fire when that one, Live at the Center, he talks about that. It's just extremely personal on stage. I mean, it's like, that's what comedy was. It was like telling stories, you know, it was being personal, being funny, and not even telling stories, but just being funny and giving an hour show is what it was. And sometimes that goes away, and I think it goes away with everything. I think we have too many... The, with social media, you have too many people that think they have an audience mm-hmm. and think that people want to hear them, and they just kind of throw everything out, and that and that bleeds in to everything. Everything we see with journalism, with you, it's hard to get to where you can't really trust anybody because you can't. People ask, like I was reading articles. People ask for sources. This is what we talked about yesterday. They 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 ask they're just asked for sources. The guy, some guy, will write an article at Washington Post or something or whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to don't. If someone's like, well, they lie. They, it doesn't even matter. Wherever you're reading, that's not that's not what it's about. But it's the about the first comment that's go. What's your sources? Asking a newspaper that, and I know that. I, I, it, it's like yes, you do need sources, but that seems kind of insane to me. Like it's just a guy. You're yeah. a guy. With 10 people following you on Twitter, and you get to ask, 
What's your source? So everybody, that guy now thinks, well, I'm the guy that asks sources. I make sure. And you want to go, man, the sources might be in the article. I don't think you're reading the article. No one's honest with it if they don't read something. Just be honest. Just yeah. go, you know what? I didn't read it. I read just the headlines. Right. My entire emotion with everything is headlines. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. And I shared it. Only and I reading shared the headline. It. Only reading the headline. Okay. Just be, if you know what? We can learn from that the last guy, Brad. That. Be that. If you want to say something crazy, then come back and either say, I was right. I think you've made a mistake. Or come back and say, I was wrong. This is actually kind of interesting. Do that. Yeah. So like you can't just ask everybody, you know. I mean, journalists I think do stuff wrong too, but I think comments too. Like that's crazy to me. Read the article. Yeah. Go find the sources if you want to find. Like, but I think they also should put sources, and I think you know they usually do. But it's it's, uh, it, there's something with the idea that everybody, you know, I don't know. When you used to read the hear the news growing up. You just had to take it is what it was. You know, it was like it was on TV. You listened to them, and that's the news you got. Yeah, it wasn't all these people diving in. You know, not to be on some big long rant. That's I mean that I was that's what I'm trying to the idea of the joke the Alexa thing is just so you guys can know. I don't think because <laughs> I don't think this can be. I don't think this will be my new hour. Maybe because I might not do it comedy again for four years, but. <laughs> uh, that's I love the idea of talking. People, they I think it goes to because you're you're just talking to, like you're a king, yeah. right? You know, just you just can put out people on social media, just like what's your favorite favorite Lottie, Lady Gaga songs? Go, you just tell <laughs> yeah, them, on, dude, who that. are you telling to go? Yeah, and then there's people like oh, let me go, like just a regular person says that. Got to go to the store. What kind of bread do you guys like? Go and you and then just like you think people your odor response. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say your favorite is when no one gives them an uh, answer? Seeing no one see, when someone asks for something on the internet like that and then no one responds. It's one of my favorite things. One, I mean, just remarkable to just see it to be like. Favorite diet sodas. Go and then just. <laughs> no. I mean, not a view. That guy just, and so like if he if he gets no comments, you're like, how many of these have you put out? Yeah, and nobody responded. Nobody, you know, you know what? Too that being said, when I said everybody is trying to be famous, we're also in a world where everybody can become famous very quickly, and you know it is true with social media. I mean, the way people the cancel idea where they cancel everybody and people get fired. It's just regular people getting fired, like you know, mm-hmm. for saying something like that. That so in a world, everybody's got to be careful. It's 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 a very tricky balance right yeah. now. Uh, so, I you know one thing we talked about with being like the way the future is going to be. Like obviously you got to work with the social media, and I, I think social media is bad. <laughs> like awful. It's awful. It's 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 going to be the problem. But you know more people work from home. Now with COVID, I mean, are you going to the office at all? Is there any reason to go to the office? I mean, I know people, some of my neighbors that all have jobs. You know, obviously we don't have jobs. No, one, None of us have real jobs. But the ones that have real jobs, I mean, they haven't missed a beat. Most of them can work from home just as easy. And I don't think they're ever going, you know, why are they going to go back? Why would you even open that back up? Like, it's really showing people that you're like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. 
You said before this one, just 4% of Americans work from home. And once the pandemic kicked in, an MIT study, this is the source, <laughs> found that 34% of Americans were working from home. Here's another thing with these, these uh, I mean, we, we're going to have a lot of those facts, and I like those, that data, but it is like from an MIT study. What, where you, where, what study? Who are you? you yeah, know, who at MIT? Who, oh, yeah, you know? who at MIT, and who are you asking? Yeah. To say 34% of America works from home. How are, are you leaving America? Are you asking people across America? It's a sample size. <laughs> That's yeah. what it, it, all that stuff is? It's just they ask? So, the, yeah, they ask like a thousand people, then extrapolate Yeah. after that. So, you know. So, like, I think that is, I mean, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably contradicting everything I said before, but... Who are your I, sources? Nate would like to see the yeah. sources. <laughs> I would, Brian uh, Bates, I'd like to see the sources on this, if you don't well, mind. Uh, no, I don't there. see the sources. I think... I like sources. I just I started thinking too about like dad. There's a lot of stuff. I'm I'm just asking a lot of questions about a lot of stuff. Hey, I, I think it's crazy for people to ask for sources. They're just regular people. I think people should ask for sources, but I think there should be a chain of command. That's what I mean. Okay. I think it can't be just like a homeless person yelling from the street. Where's your sources? Like, <laughs> there's got to be some structure. Yeah. And so with social media, there is no structure, and there should be some kind of balance. And just there's you know. There's no balance they, with, in a lot of ways. With social media, there's a direct line from that homeless person to the president. To the president. Which is insane. Crazy. Like, insane. what should, who should that guy go to? The homeless the guy, person? The guy who just got a house? Uh, <laughs> oh, who should he? he yeah, should, like, yes, the chain of command. A first time homeowner? Yeah. First time homeowner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goes into. Who has Wi Fi? He tweets at his parents. Yeah. And then his parents tweet at. His parents know a guy. One of the assistants at the newspaper. Yeah. Uh, I uh, the stats though on it. We're about to read a bunch of stats and stuff, but it is very. I always think it's very funny to be like polling. Like you're just like I or anything. You're like I. I don't know how you could figure that out. If they say any, and I don't know. You know, fifty percent of this is happening now. There's a trend that's going now that eighty percent. You're like, dude, how? How on earth do you? You know? ever take any of those polls? No. You get, a, get a random phone call. Yeah. And you take I've them? done them since the pandemic. And they'll pay you ten dollars, yeah. And I'll like, yeah. oh, you yeah, do, yeah. I mean, not like all the time, but I've gotten some polls. Oh, really? They'll email me like a Harvard study, and oh. you answer it, and then they'll send you a ten dollar gift card, which is the most money I've made during yeah. the pandemic. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, by all means. Uh, have you done one? I've done focus groups for money, for, yeah. But I've, but I've never done surveys like that. Like, I, what is what is that? Like, I signed up for the service where they like we want to talk to males 18 to 24 who use chewing tobacco and then you just go in a room and sit and they just ask you about you know your habits and stuff yeah. just to, oh, just to learn what but i did when i was 18 to 24 i feel yeah. do you think the people that can do polls represent america uh, i mean honestly like you're technically don't you're a comic <laughs> that doesn't work right you have no it depends real, on what the poll is if they yeah. ask me a poll about jobs yeah but yeah, but I mean, I, you know, it's, I mean, it's just interesting. Like the person that can go do these polls, that wants to go do it, I don't think it's a a, a person that has three kids and they're working two jobs. Right. Those people are not. So doing they're not polls. representative of of. It's representative of like people who have you know, time just got married. Yeah. yeah, people that have time hands that doesn't have anything going on. That can that is time to think about this stuff. Uh-huh. So like, I I would argue that it doesn't represent America at all. Like, because who. I mean, most people that have kids are going to be too busy. They can't, you know, they don't have time to 
No, do this I'd, stuff. Huh? I'll take a survey from a car I dealership. Have I have nothing but well, the time. According to MIT, 34% of people are working from home. So they got time now, right? Yeah, but they're, they do have time now. So yeah. maybe we're getting some real good polls. Uh, all right. well, I didn't, Brian, I didn't know you did that. So I'm glad to know someone that did it. I mean, do one right now. <laughs> do one during the, the podcast. podcast yeah. To be, yeah. How long do they take? The forms, usually just a few minutes. Well, when right? you don't read the questions and just want 10 bucks, they go pretty fast. See, there's another this is reason. another that, problem, yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, this is everybody sitting see, there. See, see, see. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, that is what's crazy, though. Then that gets put out <laughs> on everything, on the news. 34% of Americans are working from home. Are you kidding me? And then it's a legit arguing point. And you trace it back. This is this is the main thing that I'm talking about that I don't think people think about is you then trace it back to you at midnight going, whatever, 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 whatever. <laughs> you know, and you're like, well, how many people are doing what you're doing for 10 bucks? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's honestly what I'm talking about. Though. Like, I just don't, no one, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust that anything's done right. in some certain way. And it is, it could go down. But I mean, look. You don't I, care I that like MIT endorsed the study? That doesn't mean anything to you? I, I, I mean, if it's I that Vol it's State study, thing. would you feel differently about I, it? I think Vol State would go earn it more. <laughs> I think Vol State would, you know, we'd be like, Vol they, at, they here, come to your house. Here at Vol State, we would be like, you know what? We're, well, I can't even believe they're asking us to do this. And we can't blow this. <laughs> We're tired of being a community college. We'd like to be a full-on college, and I we think this is the window to get in that. And I think we would take it serious. And I would go wow. help. Everybody would go help, and we would all drive to your houses. And we have the people that have the time. Right. The people that go to a community <laughs> college, all in their forties, all kids are gone, all teen moms, <laughs> and they and they. This is the stuff they love, man. They love it. They and they, you know, you a community college would be perfect. Actually, that would be pretty. A community college would be because it's oh, it's going to be a lot of people in their forties, yeah, and it's going to be people that want to uh, prove you know, something. They yeah. got something to prove, yeah, and th- and that one like you, if you got my mom to go ask for to go get <laughs> questions from polls, my mom loves that. Yeah, she would love it. I think you would love it. I mean, it, I think Vol State would be like, look, we can't give you anything, but we'll come to your house and clean your house for you. You're saying if MIT botches a study. No one's going to think MIT's a bad school now. It's like they've got enough name recognition. But yeah. if Vol State got a call from, I don't know, who, science, and said, science you got to do this study, they'd be like, well, we got, I mean, this is everything. They go, wow. This dude. is everything. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, they would be like, how are we going to put it where it, so you don't have to go Vol State Community <laughs> College study. But I mean, that's, you know, yeah, an MIT study... It's just that we always say the Harvard study, MIT study. All, mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I had a my joke, of, or I have a joke about science being like they say road cockroaches are three hundred million years old. It's like how do they? No one knows, and that's kind of the point that it's with all this stuff is. Just, I I tend to think that in everything we do, in any job, you're going to have a moment of whatever your task is where you kind of was like whatever, that's fine, just send it along. So I think that could happen with everything. That happens in science. When science is doing something, I'm sure there's a moment where the person's like, I don't I got to go, you know. And then they, ah, <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. You know, where they almost got it narrowed down enough <laughs> yeah. that then they go, that's 320, 320 million. <laughs> like, they had it narrowed down to, 
maybe 100, 1 million to 100 million. Yeah. And they're like 320. Like that's that's why big, Vol State would be the best because they don't have to go anywhere. No kids, wide soccer. Open. They're like, hey, I'll finish this. MIT, they got things to do. MIT, they're trying to get, they're trying to do better things. Vol State is just trying to get in the game. They're lucky to be <laughs> there. They should do. I want all community college studies from now on. The other thing we talk about, will Americans leave large cities for suburban rural towns? Uh, Americans are moving a lot uh, to relocate to more sparsely populated areas. The trend has been accelerated by technology and shifting attitudes that make it easier to work from home. Uh, residents of all ages and incomes are moving in record numbers to small towns. I So I that's what I, I think is going to happen. Uh I moved. It was a you know when I when I left. I lived in Chicago for two years, New York for nine, L.A. for two years, and then I moved back home. I, I'm uh, I reg- I loved all my moves. I loved all the the moving. Uh, when I New York, I you know when I started coming to Chicago, it was amazing. A lot of great comics. I mean, I was there with Hannibal, Pete Holmes. And then I moved to New York. I started Pete Holmes. Have you ever seen Crashing, his show on HBO? That's exactly how I started. I barked at, with Pete at that club. He's the one that got me barking. Hanging out flyers at the comedy club is barking. And becoming a comic in New York has completely made me the comic who I am today. I mean, I think the best comics are in New York City, hands down. The greatest come out of there. Uh, the, guys that, the guys that you don't maybe you wouldn't even know are better than everybody else. It's top to bottom. There's no one better than the comics in New York. And I consider myself a New York comic. I was there the most. That's where I kind of learned how to do comedy. And so that helped. And then I moved to L.A., which a little, just a little side note. This is the advice I for when I moved to L.A. to tell. It's great advice. Uh, Jerry Wintraub, he was a, I want to say he was Elvis's manager. Somebody's a big producer, produces all the Ocean's Eleven 12 movies and all this crazy stuff. Big Hollywood guy, I think died a few years ago. But he's, I was reading his book, and in his book, he said uh, he, was, he was living in New York and moved to L.A., being an agent or something. And he said, anytime I started feeling comfortable, I, was, I knew it was time to make a change. Anytime I started feeling comfortable, I knew it was time to make a change. And so if anybody's at home and you listen to this for a little... That's I moved to LA because I read that. I was I was I was comfortable in New York. I was there for almost nine years. I was getting on stage every night, and I knew that if I needed, I needed to put myself in a situation I wasn't comfortable in. That's going to make me work harder. And when I moved to LA, I was you know I remember one night in LA, I was supposed to open for Burr at at somewhere, and then Burr had to cancel, and so then I didn't have a show. And I was, it was like a Friday night and I had no show and I went to an open mic and I just remember I was like, you know, at that point I had a Comedy Central Presents, I had some TV credits and I was like, I have no show and I'm at an open mic 10 years into my career, whatever it is. And so I was like, all right, this is uncomfortable. And then it made me go and, you know, and, and just start working more. And, and so like, if you ever need advice, you're ever stuck. In, and that's something that I think you take in every regular day, any, any job you have at all. If you, if you realize, you know what, I'm super comfortable, uh, it's time to make a change. You need to challenge yourself. If you're trying to grow. Also, you could be just wanting to live comfortably yeah. and then stay in it. 
if you have a good thing going. How do you know when you've got to the point where it's just okay? I now I'm this is where I want to be. Like, do you see like am that I happy? happening again? Like, uh, I see it happening again. I I I know where I still want to be. Yeah. I know where I still want to go for. I know what I still want to go do. I think about that a lot. When will I know? I think you just know. I think you go. I'm good. I don't, I don't. It's not like it's a certain amount of money. It's not like there's this thing. There's. It's it's career wise. I know what I want. I know what I'm planning, and I I think of it like that. And I think I will. I don't think I'll ever stop doing stand up. I bet I could take some long breaks, you know. But I could see. I think these next 10 years, I'm going to be just going after it. Like just, you know, once we get going and just trying to do as much as I can. But I think I'm hoping to get to a point and I think I'll feel it. I think, you know, like you're just get to and be like, I feel good. I, you know, it's, I think it's when you don't feel like you have to, you're not trying to compete with anybody. I think, you know, like you, you get to think of Seinfeld. Seinfeld's not worried about him not being Seinfeld. He's Seinfeld. Seinfeld can always walk in a room and you know who he is and he can get on stage wherever he wants. He can walk in any club, comedy club in America and go, can I go on? And they're going to go, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially, in my head, the goal of, as a comedian, is I want to be able to walk into any club and then they're like, can I go on? They're like, absolutely. We're happy to have you. Right. Like that's, that's what I want to happen. So it's like, I think if you get to that point, then you can maybe sit and you're not as like, you're not as like pant. You're not like, I got to keep doing something. I got to try to strive and get to this next level. And you start like losing that. I think when you start, stop feeling that, then that's, you know, when you know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think with comedy, I don't think I'll ever stop doing stand up. How did you know though, when it was time to move from LA to Nashville? That was LA to Nashville was, I was starting to tour a lot. I wasn't really being, in, I wasn't in Los Angeles. And I, I, I do always think it was one of the, you know, first unselfish things I did for my family. It was, was to move back to Nashville. You know, me moving, I've been with my wife before I started comedy. So when we got married, uh, I moved to Chicago and we were long distance, New York, long distance. And we got married. She moved to New York. And then I, then we had Harper's born at the end of New York. And then we then moved to LA. And so moving home was the first thing that was like, oh, let me do something, you know, not saying I'm essentially doing it completely for them. But it was like that was that was an aspect of it. To be, I was starting to tour a lot. I needed she can be home and have her family's near here, my family's here, so they're not alone. I'm not just leaving them alone in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. And that's essentially what the thing was. But when I moved back here, I first I didn't tell anybody because I was I thought people would think I quit comedy if I moved back to Nashville. So when I first moved back, I didn't tell anybody. Roy Scoville whose birthday is uh, maybe August 6th, which I don't know if the day this comes out or not, but, or the day after, but so happy birthday, Rory. But Rory, I, uh, I told him once, I was thinking about moving, and I was like, I don't know if I would tell anybody. He's like, if you ever move, don't tell me. Let me see if I can guess. And so I moved. I was living in Nashville for three months. He comes to Nashville. I was like, hey, I'm in town, too. I was like, I'll come pick you up and we'll go eat. And I went and picked him up and just drove him to my house. <laughs> and I was like, I've been here for three months. And he had no idea. Because I realized you could move. I mean, there's people that still think I live in New York, and there's people, did people that I just got an email. Someone asked me to do something because they think I live in L.A. Right. And they still think I live there. So no one knows where you live anymore. And I learned as a comic, you know, me doing auditions, 
I could do them from home. I don't ever get in these auditions anyway. So I realized that wasn't going to be my thing. I wasn't going to be an actor that auditions for a bunch of things. So I realized that. I think if you're if you're trying to audition for a bunch of movies and TV shows and you actively need to do it, if I audition for something, it's because that person wants, is like, oh, I've seen this guy. Or, you know, it's like they're asking for me. Like they're, you know, it's like I'm not just going like random part. Like, I, you know, I did some of that and it was terrible. One of them I did. The funny story, I remember me and Dan Soder, he was in L.A. I'm driving to this, it was like for a commercial. And uh, I, Dan, I, we're, 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 I think I'm driving because Dan was in town visiting in L.A. And so he, he's going to a meeting and I'm going to this audition. So he's going to drop me off and come back and get me. <coughs> so I, we're reading the lines and it's like I'm doing the lines and, you know, I'm like, all right, I got it, I got it. And we go in and we start doing the, I, I, I have, they printed a bio out that I made on a website. I mean, like the 2008 or something. Like yeah. it was like from old MySpace. I don't know how they got the bio. <laughs> and they start reading it. And I mean, it's, the bio is just embarrassing. It's just, and it also lists like the things that I can do, my talents. <laughs> and it was about being a stand up. I said, I go, uh, I, I can do a southern accent. And by the way, I can <laughs> I can only do a southern accent. I can't I also can't not do this southern accent. So I I do a southern accent. And it said, What skills do you have? I said, I can uh run, I can walk, I can play basketball. Those were my they were just the most basic, like any chance you're looking for a guy that can uh do a light jog with a southern accent. With a southern accent, yeah. Can he, can he not do the Southern accent? No. no. He can, he's, you're either getting the Southern accent or you're not getting it. And I did the lines and I couldn't remember them. And it was so embarrassing. And they, when I got done, they, I finally made it through and they clapped for me. <laughs> this is just a room of two That's other people. That's not typical for an they, audition. Is no. A sarcastic clap? No, no. It was, they were, they were like, good for you, man. You did it. And then I, I go, thank you. And they go, I mean, they're never going to call me. They were just, they were like, well, that guy worked through that and they were happy for me. It wasn't good. Yeah, it's like, not I'm, being mean. It's like they think something's wrong with you and they're being like, hey, hey, you did good. That's how they, hey. Keep your chin up, dude. You hey, got this, man. You're going to be a big star one day. <laughs> thank you. Uh so that's, yes. Yeah, so I moved back here. I've been here for five years or something. And so I didn't tell anybody. And now I don't care. Everybody, now people know. Uh, and I've talked about it. And it's been the best thing ever. I've missed, I don't think I've missed anything. I do wonder sometimes, all right, I'm not in LA. I'm not at the comedy clubs. I'm not doing whatever, that kind of thing. But where I'm at in my career, I kind of did all that stuff. I did all that stuff in New York. So it's good for me to go back when I can and I can bounce around and do some shows and all that kind of stuff. But I do, I create much better on the road. Like doing an hour is a lot better for me now. Creating stuff. So that aspect of it, I, I would rather do a longer set now. I don't really go do a ton of sets around Nashville because I don't, that desire is not as much. I, I get way more out of uh, doing a full on set, like to do an hour long set. Yeah. So I like doing that a lot more, but I think more people should move. I mean, I, I you know, I told a bunch of comics, I was like, I think y'all should move to Nashville. We could, we could build a nice scene here. I mean, there's already a great scene here. And then just 
there's just keep it going. I mean, I don't know why people you're it's so expensive. El, New York is getting insane to live in the city. I mean, I think it was like $3,000 a month for a studio or something. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean you can maybe get a room for cheaper than that. But I mean, who's going to want to live like that? I mean, especially now if you're four, I mean, you know, we have a neighborhood and my kids or I have one kid, but my daughter and her, they run around in between neighbors' houses. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like how we grew up. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're trying to find that kind of aspect. I also liked it as a comedy aspect of it too, to take myself out of the same situations for just coming up with your act, coming up with jokes I think if you're all living the same experience as comics, that's not, you're all going to talk about the same things. Mm. And so if you get out of, you need to kind of get away from it. Chad Daniels is someone else that's always lived in another place. And Chad is super funny. And Chad is someone that everything's a little different. Everything's a little, you know, and it's, I think it's honestly that a big part that plays into it is you're not, we're not at, you know, every joke's not about auditioning or it's not about, you know, something that, you know, in New subways. York is always about subways. Yeah, we'd always have everybody had it because you're all doing those things. Are they very New York centric jokes? And so sometimes you are, you're like, yeah, you need to get, you got to grow with your audience. You got to grow with, as a stand up, you know, being married, have a kid. You got to move before I wasn't married, you know, then you, and I get married and then. You have a kid, and your you know your life becomes your act, and the, whatever scenario you're in, and you got to keep going forward with it. So it's you know I'm now living at least the most normal life I can live as a comedian is living in a you know where I drive, I go to the store like every like all of America, yeah, all of America drives to the store except New York right. and maybe parts of L.A. Basically, maybe some, maybe some of the city, and maybe most of the city. It's all of it, you know, <laughs> except in Alaska and most of America. But uh, yeah, it's. All, I mean, I think people are going to move to. You know, I, I'm curious to be in forty years. I mean, are, are the downtown is New York even? Is it a ghost town? Could it ever get to that point? Could are they going to price everybody out? Where yeah. you know. I mean, you, to live in New York, you would have to, if you make a million dollars a year, you're not, you can afford to live in New York, but you're not, you need to be single if you're going to have a good time and yeah. you're still not rich. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I hear numbers like $3,000 a month for rent in my head, I'm like, oh, well, well, but they get paid more up there. That's how I rationalize it in my head, but not, not that much they do, more. They right? do, yeah, mean, they do get paid more. I think my wife, when we lived in New York, uh, the job she had, she got paid more just by moving to new york but when we lived in california when she worked at her job uh she gained just leaving the state taxes from her job moving from california her job was uh always uh, wonderful the people that worked there were great and they were very nice to her and they let her they let her when we moved back to net when we moved to la they let her work in la office and then we moved to nashville they let her work from home they were always very, very nice because, I mean, she doesn't work there now. She's the executive producer on this podcast. But she does uh, – but when she did when she did all that stuff, that was – I mean, that's how – you know, if you, if you married a comment, that's your insurance, all that. You know, we get everything. And so when she moved uh, here and worked from home in Nashville, she made like four to $500 a month more 
just moving to Nashville. Same job because of state income tax. Wow. Because there's none in Nashville, in Tennessee, and it's in California. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that, that's pretty crazy. 500, 500 bucks, you know, roughly five, six grand extra a yeah. year just by doing your job in Tennessee. Just by. Wow. So imagine companies that are actually millions of dollars or something. Like that could be a million dollars. Like just if you, which is when companies are moving out of. You think that would be more of an incentive for professional athletes to play in states like Tennessee well, and Texas? Well, they, that's why a lot of them, they think go to Miami. That's why the Miami Heat was a big place. Does Florida not have a state income They said tax? that's uh, – uh, Bryce Harper was a big reason he didn't go to the Dodgers is because – I don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. it was the state income tax. Because, I mean, yeah, his contract's going to be $400 million, and he's going to be given all this money back. I think you file taxes in you know whatever state the game is played. But mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're in the Dodgers, then half your games are for sure – in California, yeah, yeah, I think that's a big that's a big reason that people do it, and so I think yeah, people are going to start. You know, I mean, it's they're happening; it's happening now, and so are they going to be? Are these cities? It'll be very interesting. And I look, I'm not trashing these cities. I am. I love well, Aaron <laughs> is different. Uh, I love New York. I love all these LA. I mean, yeah, I love them, dude. All my friends live there. I mean, they're awesome cities, but obviously. It's how expensive these places are. Yeah. And then, I mean, Nashville is amazing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I love it. You know, when I first moved here, I thought, well, if I have to have moved back and then now after being here, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll never not live here. Like I'll have a, you know, I'll, if you get to be super famous or something, you get a house here, you get one somewhere else, you know, who knows? But I would, I'm never going to not live here. I want my daughter to be raised here. I, uh, you know, I mean, I grew up here, so it helps. But no one's from here anymore. Yeah. That's, you know, uh, me and Bates. You know, <laughs> We're it. Here. We're it. Do you consider yourself from here? I do. I moved here when I was a junior in high school, and I've been here ever since. So that was, you know, 12 years ago, which is longer than most people have been here now. Yeah. And How old were you? You were probably I was 12. 16. 16. 16 when I moved here. So those are formative years, you yeah. know. You're I became an adult here, you know. Yeah, yeah. And not many people claim Montgomery, Alabama, where I'm from. So yeah, you know, a little bit of both. Yeah, you're unusual because most people just moved here like a couple of years ago for a job. Yeah, or grew up here like us all our life. Yeah. But you kind of came. Would you say your junior year of high school? Yeah, junior year of high school. And it was just start when I moved. Everyone was talking about, oh, this city's just, it's starting to really pop. I feel like you just asked him the same questions that he just said. Oh, I don't when know. I was watching anything Aaron said. I know, but I was, I was watching you say it in your, like you, the question, I swear to you, you just asked him. He just stated all that stuff. He goes, I mean, I moved here and I was 12 years old and I'm 16 and 400 years. And, uh, you know, I came, and then you go, so you uh, you moved here when you yeah. were? What'd you say? You go when I was sixteen. You go oh about twelve years. So you moved. You, the gas. You just asked him the question. I'm not. I I just was very funny. Uh, to he's watch. giving me a chance to say it a little more clearly, clearly. and succinctly. I think clarify what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And like, you came here because yeah. your dad was a principal. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and they made the that's Netflix. episode one yeah, of the documentary. One. I just didn't, I can see that you were doing that. Uh huh. Which is good because I th- yeah I think people a lot of people were like oh what did Aaron say, uh, 
And then, <laughs> and then you gave me that. But I was just watching it going, you're like interviewing him the same question. You're like, so, so you moved here. You're a little different though. You moved here. Uh, when did you, when did you move? Junior? Uh-huh. You're Kramer and I'm Newman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, next, uh, fun. I mean, yeah. Hour and a half. Uh, 68. So I was, I was wow. guessing an hour. I was off. Uh, this one's uh, this one's gonna be. I wonder if people are gonna. I mean, we're still going, guys. Yeah. We're not even close. Uh, hang on. This this is one people are gonna have to fast forward. And I get it. You know, jump yeah. around. Uh, a little more fun topic, I think maybe. Will we have self driving cars? Researchers forecast that by 2025, we'll see approximately eight million autonomous or semi-autonomous vehicles on the road. Elon Musk said on July 5th that Tesla is very close to achieving driving technology capable capable of navigating roads without any driver input. I remain confident that we will have the basic functionality for level 5 autonomy complete blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Just the future. Yada, yada, yada. Fully self-driving vehicles. (laughs) Uh, I put autonomous in there on purpose. I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to say this. Autonomous. <laughs> yeah. No, I said autonomous. You blew me away. Uh, stayed up all I'm excited about that. <laughs> Self-driving cars. I can't think of an invention that will change my life and American life more than that. Than self-driving cars. Yeah. Because I looked it up last night. The average daily commute for Americans, you know, pre-pandemic obviously is an hour. I mean, that's an hour yeah, a but day that's, that, that the average person, they have now. Now yeah. they have an hour where they don't have to focus. They can, I mean, what do you do with that time? Well, we just covered. They're not even going to be going to work anymore. You drive. Well, think, I mean, yeah, that's part of it. But, but you, I mean, it's going to, it's going to change all the stuff we've talked about. Living in other, living outside of the city. Yeah. I yeah. mean, why would you live in the city if, if, if. Almost if, any city. If you bad. Can, a car will take yeah. you there. You Nashville's know? bad. Nashville's traffic's getting uh, bad. It is bad. But they, yeah. you know, so it's yeah. Like I mean, yeah, in L.A., I mean, traffic's insanity, dude. Like mm-hmm. I remember driving in New York. You just don't drive. But I remember driving through, going to road gigs, New Jersey or something. Yeah, you'd always have to go through the city. You had you needed to be through the city by two. And you'd always see that number go. You'd see that number. You know, it used to be like just get through the city. I remember. I mean, I lived in New York. You could park in. Times Square. Wow. You could just, I drove, you drive to Caroline's on Broadway, which is right where right Times Square now. You can't even park, drive there now. And you could park in front of the comedy club. Yeah. And, uh, that, you know, that was 2008, seven stuff like that. But you'd have to go to the city, you like, you need to be through by 2.30 or something. And now, I mean, I don't, there's, I don't know if there is a time, but, it, you know, it might be one, you might have a window of, 11 you know i don't know 11 a.m like mm-hmm. i feel like that's what you almost have to go at 11 a.m anywhere because then people are leaving for lunches now like lunch becomes a thing mm-hmm. so yeah traffic becomes everywhere in california i mean traffic's cr- like nuts i mean it's nuts i mean people are in the cars for everybody's two, in self-driving cars that's going to cut down traffic dramatically because there's no but if there's, there's no human if there's error 50 it's... million of them on the interstate in california that's a problem. yeah but if they're all driving in the most efficient way possible but it's still gonna be longer i mean it's you know what i mean like yeah but but who cares how long it is you're not sitting there focusing like what 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 would prevent you from living two hours outside of the city and then you know the car will the cars take you there at 4 a.m two hours of your time yeah but you but 
time you can do anything with. You I know, sleep, but you, you would, work. but you still could be like, "Well, I want to be home. I don't want. I was. I don't want to. You're spending two I hours mean, away from your family. Look, you people like that. Yeah, I get it. Like people need breaks. You know, from your our own families. You uh, enjoy. I've definitely driven before where it's like you want. You know, you're just happy to be alone. I you know, I where do we drive one gig? Uh, St. Louis. Remember, I rented a car, mm-hmm. and that was I wanted to get away from. You know who. <laughs> uh, and they... <laughs> just go. Uh, but they... No, I drove that one. I, I wanted to drive home by myself. I, I needed like... You know, I was like busy on the road. It wasn't like I needed a break from anybody. I just wanted to be alone. Yeah. And I wanted... It was like a four-hour drive, and I was like, awesome. I'll just get to drive and be by myself. And, you know, it's like sometimes you need that stuff. So, yes. I'm, But you still don't want to spend... No, you know, I don't think you want to spend two hours in a car, even if it's self-driving. Yeah. After six months, you're going to be like, all right, I get it. You know. If I feel like if every car is self-driving, autonomous, it, 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 they can all go way faster, too. Mm-hmm. Because the speed limit's only there because at a certain point, it becomes dangerous for a human mm-hmm. to control it. But if, if it's automatic, I mean, why, what's to stop them from going 150, 200 miles an hour? I mean, you're you going to be comfortable with that? I mean, these cars, they can yeah. get comfortable. Yeah, you're laying down, take a nap, you know, just cruising, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, but I think if you have a million cars getting on the interstate, even if they're self-driving, it's going to be slow. But if there were a, a hundred... Why? Why, would, why? Because you, cause you got to be people got to merge on, so like someone's going to have to open up. But they up. would know which lane would be the best lane to be in. Everybody would be driving the smartest, most efficient way possible. I know, but it, there's, there's going to be a point that you have a ton of cars... That's it's still just a matter of you, the person has to come on. So when new right. people are coming in, if all of them are driving driving perfectly sufficient, where there's no no one's getting over, no one can get over, no one can do any because yeah. now we got to be all super involved. Uh-huh. So this person needs to get off on exit four, and that one, and then these then these two cars are not getting off till exit fifty. Yeah. Well, how's that person getting over to the exit four? I mean, they'd find a way to make it happen. You know, I, think I just I'm, have to. I'm believe, with Aaron on this, huh? I'm with Aaron on this. I think they'll. I just have to believe they're. Uh, first of all, every car is going to be taking the most efficient route, so th- there would be no reason to merge across eight lanes at the last yeah. minute to you know to get to an exit. Yeah, but I mean, you got to tell no. it where it's going. I mean, you basically you're giving you you're, you're giving free will up and to be like, but like which if, is something I think that's on here. Well. You're giving <laughs> free will to your computers to go. If you're like, you know what, I would like some donuts, and you got to go. Well, I already entered in the computer my, where my work is, so that plan's done. Oh, you say you know you can change the route. You know what I mean? Then yeah. then you got to get over more. <laughs> you're right. Now I'm not saying you're going a hundred miles an hour through the city, but I just feel like it. Uh, I feel like it would help with traffic. That's I think it I'm helps saying. with traffic. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't think in California. Still, if you have the most of those cars together, it's still going to be slower. Okay. There's just no way of. But if you're at a traffic light and there's twenty, there are twenty cars back. If they're all in sync with each other, couldn't that car in the very back start moving the exact same time as the car up front? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it seemed like it would be more efficient. If they all at the same time, yeah, yeah there'd be press. no delay yeah. for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you what? You think there'd be uh, gas stations, or all our cars be electric? I mean, I think they're going to all be electric pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's. I mean, it looks like Europe's doing that 
soon. Yeah, you read the st- the stats. I looked. You up. said that like you like you went like you would like you're the guy that knows it. You're like, yeah, Europe's already going. Yeah, there. man, I just got back from Europe. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're changing, happening. guys. Man, I'll tell you what they're doing. In Europe, In 2025, the Netherlands will only be selling electrified vehicles. Norway plans to do the same wow. by 2030. I'll be honest with you, I'm not even really positive where either one of those places are at. <laughs> uh, but they're doing good things. If you told me to go to them right now, without a map, I would go. I would head, I would head above us. Am I correct? I'd love to do that. Yeah, that should pull be an up episode. A, pull up a map with hey, no countries labeled. I'll do that. You eat those Krispy Kreme donuts, <laughs> okay. and then both deals get that's done. Your Krispy yeah, Kreme that's donuts. my Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> I gotta go find the Netherlands. <laughs> I got engaged in the Netherlands. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, did you know where it was before? Before you went there? Uh, yeah, I knew it was in Europe. I yeah, I'm, I feel like I know the continent, but it, it would be tough to. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Bates has been. There. Congrats, by the way. Congrats on the getting engaged. Uh, and you're married. Now. It's yeah. been a while. Oh, he's been married. Yeah, thanks yeah. for yeah. giving him a shout out. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, nobody got invited to his wedding. <laughs> he had a pre he had a pre COVID wedding before COVID. Same rules apply. <laughs> you wouldn't have come anyway. Huh? I could. I think I could have come. No. I think I could. I I think I was in town. Well, usually I'm not in town. You did a, a nice tiny family, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Aaron was there. But he's saying, yeah. <laughs> These guys were here. About 200 people. I didn't know them at the time, but, you know. Uh, I, you know, yeah. They're going to they're gonna be, I don't know, who cares about this? I'm over this. <laughs> right. You think they're flying cars? That's the thing that is that you're, you, in this one you said, well, like, so Bates is the one that sets all this stuff up, and he goes through and reads all this stuff. So if no one likes it, obviously you know where to... <laughs> Uh, attack. No, I think you, you did an awesome job with all this. Will we have flying cars? That's, I didn't even thought, I think that's like a wish. Right. Like, but I, no one's going to, you can't let all these people go fly up in the air. No, dude. It's too free. We got a video. This is, so this is, this is happening. Oh, that's an animation. This is an animation. But, but what? I, no, I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. This is outside right now. Yeah. This is down my street. We're looking <laughs> at a. We're looking at a, a prototype. New Hampshire just passed a law this past week, though, about allowing flying cars. They don't have them yet, but when they do, they're gonna. Is this car gonna, a fly? I mean, doesn't it look like a hearse? We'll find a out. Bit? Yeah, it's not a not an attractive vehicle, in my opinion. So no runway, and you'd get in your car and you would just take off. Yeah, but Uber. I mean, Uber's working on flying cars, so. Can you X out of Uber that? is? Can you X out of the ad, Brian? Sure. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thanks. So Uber's working with... Uh, oh, it's like a helicopter. It's not even yeah. a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who do you trust with that? I don't know anybody in my life I that mean, I would want driving that around. Just people just, I mean, drink, drinking and driving. I guess you would. it would fly itself. The way for Hopefully, that... Hopefully, dude. That's I mean, like... Uh, the way for that to happen... You you gotta that's gotta be flying itself because mm-hmm. everybody can't get a pilot's license. I mean, look at that guy; he's just getting around. Yeah, everybody can't get a pilot license. I mean, that if you get hour. you get stuff like that, that's when you're no one's living in a city. Because right, why would you? City. Why would? But you? I mean, there's it's it's you can't people can't have their pilot's flying car. I could see them looking into it. I will be shocked if I see a flying car in my lifetime. Me too. If it says twenty twenty five in my lifetime. We'll see. We're we'll sick. I remember when I was like eight, 
my uncle will be like 10 years from now. We're stuck in traffic. My uncle was like 10 years from now. We'll be flying all over. Them even, even owning a car. I haven't seen them. Owning a car will be, I could see that not happening. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, or like I could see people, I could, I think my daughter will have a car. I, you know, I let her, I, she sits she my lap. Now. I let her drive. Yeah. No, she doesn't. But I let her sit in my car. I, I let her, I always, I've always let her, like when we get in my neighborhood, she, she sits and, you know, you, they, you know, like you let your kid drive, still your yeah. And, uh, so I always do that. And so I, I like driving. And so I would want her to drive. I want her to learn how to drive stick shift. I like that kind of stuff. The, the people you're going to have to get rid of is, is like us. The people that grew up with this kind of stuff, you know, that I still want to stick shift. So I'm, there's still enough me's floating around that have kids that want to train their kids to do this kind of thing. You're going to have to get be removed from me, like a couple. And then yeah. you're not gonna. But I could see, I could see people. So I think, you know, when I see someone that's 22 now and they use Uber, I mean, it's nothing to them. Mm-hmm. They use Uber as a regular. Like they don't care. It's not. You know, I still feel kind of. I don't love it. Like you know, it's like a car. It feels kind of weird. Like I still feel. I don't know. It's just not. I don't go to it as easy as I think a 22 year old does. Right. They don't even think anything of it. They don't. They think, right. no, oh, yeah, I'll be over there. I'm going to get new. Like, they think of it as their car. Mm-hmm. So that mindset has got to be really be in and to then affect all this kind of shit. So I think the, yeah, I mean, I could see my daughter's, you know, I mean, I, maybe she won't have a car. I mean, she has a car because I want her to have one, but, like, that would be it. Mm-hmm. But she would never use it. People are just doing Uber and. Do kids take Ubers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the kid by themselves. Yeah, I used to drive for Uber, and I would pick up a lot of teenage kids and from school, or wow, take them to a friend's house or something. Interesting. That would have changed the game for me. When yeah. I was like, in a, you don't need or, your parents to take you. Yeah, because yeah. I used to rely on them for every. You know, yeah. can you take me to a friend's house? Yeah, all that. If I could just do it, wow. Yeah, that would have changed the game. It's pretty crazy. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, it, but you just get an Uber to drop it. Yeah, they don't, I mean, it doesn't matter. So parents are like, oh, I don't got to buy you a car. I just, you know, here's your Uber account. Order mm-hmm. Ubers whenever you want. I mean, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I bet that is going to change. People are not going to want to buy their kids a car. And you don't want your kid driving. Like, kids, you almost you could do it out of pure safety to be like, kids don't know how to not look at their phone. You ever drive, I mean, when you drive and you see people look at their phone, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts, dude. I, I'll be next to someone and I'm going to have a wreck because I can't, I'm looking at them so much because I can't believe how long they don't look up. Uh-huh. You just, I mean, I, I've seen, I know guys that watch movies. Mm-hmm. They just, they use their driving time yeah. to watch a movie. I feel like Aaron does that. I, I do that sometimes. I, I listen. I listen to movies a lot. I'll yeah. just put it. I'll put the phone down on my lap, mm-hmm. and then every now and then, you know, when it's just take me, I'll take a look, see what's going on. That's the best place to put it on your lap, straight down. <laughs> uh, why would you not put it? At least if you don't have a mount, for, don't for my pretend. Phone. This is this is what we're talking about. Don't just don't pretend that you're not doing this, and at least put, I, put I, the phone. At least put it mount or put it up higher. It's at least go for the safest. This is your at this least is watch it good. in the safest way. At least commit to it, dude. Like yeah. you're gonna look, you're doing it. You're not doing it. It's not like you're not doing it. And whatever you're telling us, I'd, I'd have you don't to, believe, dude. I'm listening, but but I'm listening to movies that I've seen before, so yeah. I can I can kind of 
I know what's going on visually, but then every now and yeah. then it's, you know, I want to take a quick look, just a glance. <laughs> I get it. So, but I yeah. would have to assume that your quick look glance has to be more than what you're saying it is. Why? Because that's what everybody's is. Everybody lies a little bit. If I, if my wife had how many donuts did you eat? I'm not telling her the amount I ate. <laughs> I'd say one less. That's just how nature works. You just never, you're embarrassed. Stuff yeah. that you're embarrassed of, you're never going to uh-huh. be completely honest, except Brad earlier <laughs> that's right. who, who gets it but you no know, one's honest with it no one's honest about anything i mean a few seconds how many I'm drinks looking, you have last night uh two three like it, well, it's gonna be more it's never gonna I don't be, have a problem dude i'm just i, I I'm, look I'm at not it saying for you have a, a few seconds that's I'm, gonna be no. more embarrassing when you wreck and what are you watching karate kid yeah <laughs> like at least watch something <laughs> i can't wait to go the one day you're not here, and they go, guess what, everybody? Guess who called it? Aaron Weber's out. He died last night in a car wreck. Watched a full-on double feature. I watched and, The uh, West Wing. It's my favorite show. It's on Netflix. It's so dialogue-driven. I've seen it probably 20 times. I can just listen to it. And then, you know, there aren't many visual gags, but when I want to see it, I'll take... Yeah, I'll if I get what, self-driving cars, there's not going to be a problem. Be a problem. We but, have a couple of friendly bets going. I told him, one, his daughter will never pump her own gas. She probably will. But yeah, I, most most of her life, I will feel like she, she won't. drive without me. Yeah, like that's what is she driving her car without me? She hadn't put gas in the car. I think most of her life she won't be pumping gas. It'll probably be electric. And the other thing we I said is by twenty thirty, half of Nashville will have self driving cars. Now I'm not talking about because Elon Musk Here was talking go. about level five. Yeah, which is what he's where it's just all autonomous. I'm talking about some level of self driving. Right. Which they already have. I yeah, mean, a lot of cars. A lot of, of I have Teslas. friends who have, or I have friends. Yeah, who, but those Teslas, you still have to. You got to drive. It, it's no. I, I don't think. I mean, they they detects. That's the thing with the Tesla, is it's not. You don't just. I don't think it's it. It works self driving in traffic. I think, but you have to keep your eyes on the road. You have to touch the steering wheel. There's all that kind of stuff. So you can only do it. You know, if your car drives for a second without. And then it's like, put your hands on the steering wheel, and then you got to grab the steering wheel. So you're not really self-driving. It's almost like annoying because you can never really – I don't think you can really commit to something. It's not like you can hmm. just sit there and back I thought off. they were farther along than that. Maybe I, I don't think they can legally let anybody do it. Really? Like, I mean, it's – because there's just too many variables. I think that's what they're trying to get to. But I think it – because I asked them, I was like, can it drive on its own? And it was – you know, I mean, maybe it can – Go. I don't know. I don't think it's full on. But I'm talking about even like cars that will self park and stuff like that. Well, they have cars that self park now. Yes, but I'm saying by 10 years from now, like half the cars will be doing that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could see half the cars doing that. Half of the new cars purchased. I think owning it. Right. The owning it is what I don't think. I don't think these people are going to own it. I'm saying half the new cars. Yeah. Half new cars built, I think, will have all that stuff. And that's where it's all going. But I don't think. To turn over a city, I think it takes longer than 10 years. Right. I mean, people have cars for more than 10 years. Yeah, my car's 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it'll. everyone will just be kicked back reading a book. Right. But I think there'll be some degree of stuff. That I can see that. That wouldn't own. surprise me. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's only, yeah, only going to be better, you know? Yeah. If, uh, I mean, speaking of that, will artificial intelligence try to take over the world? I mean, because that's what this stuff is. That's what this. It's. It's. I mean, we're. It's like. It's. It's like we're rooting for it, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting 
to think about that. Like where AI, I mean, you know, this is, a, this is, if people don't know, Bates is your futurist. <laughs> is that the word? Yeah. There is the job of futurist. Futurologist? He loves futurist. it. Follows all this. What do you? Yeah. I, I read a lot of that stuff. Um, but like who's a futurist person you follow? Uh, this Ray Kurzweil that, that's on here. He, he thinks we're going to live forever. Mm. How crazy is that? He's like in his 60s, maybe 70s, and he takes like all these vitamins every day because he's trying to stay alive before. Because he thinks by like 2029, computers will be smart enough that they'll be able to keep us alive forever. The idea being that you download your consciousness onto a, a computer. Well, that's something totally different. But, oh. I mean, he thinks literally physical body. Oh, your physical body will be kept alive. Yeah, he thinks... Computers will get to the point where they'll be advancing medicine fast enough that our the average lifespan will increase by more than a year every year. So, wow. if the average lifespan now is what seventy eight, maybe so you know, and then uh, a year from now, if it's seventy nine and a half, well, we're gaining. Yeah, we're gaining on it there. That's interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, do we what do we want that? I don't know. I was thinking about that even last night. I was thinking, like, would you want to live forever? Is it is it worth? I mean, just even you know, obviously the religious aspects of it that's going to come into play for most people. Is just you know, are you? That's kind of crazy. Are you like who are you to decide that you want to live forever? If you yeah. believe in God, if you're religious, and in all forms of religion, uh, everybody that believes in a higher power, I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a fan of living forever. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, I just can't, like, that doesn't go with, you know. But, I mean, didn't in Bible everybody live to be 150, 200, but well, 900 and something. 900. The Old Testament. Yeah. So, if that, so I guess you could be like, well, why can't, you know. I remember meeting my great grandmother when she was 95, mm-hmm. and she was so mad that she was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I am so well, ready to go. Not, but she was healthy and she was mad about it. Yeah. I think a lot, dude, if you're like 75 and you're like, I want to hang on a little bit longer, but when you get, when you start pushing 100, I yeah. bet you're like, all right. I wish but we hadn't done that. They, yeah. I mean, but if you're if you're healthy and can keep going, yeah, then why not? I mean, you know. But if you're if you're not healthy or if you you're broke or if you if there's a many, well, that's true. That, Maybe a big part of that is that by the time you're that age now, a lot of your friends and family yeah. have, have passed too. But if everybody else is alive, yeah, yeah, it'd be a big party. It'd be a big. We'll still be doing this. It'd be a lot of yeah. FOMO. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Nate Lamb Podcast episode. Who cares? <laughs> uh, but AI, so it's hard to understand why would a computer would want to take over the world. But all these people, Elon Musk, Stephen Hawking, when he was alive, warned, Bill Gates warns about if you're not careful, it could happen. And basically, it's like if you pro- program computers, once they get so super level that they're above us, program computer, and the example he gave was you program a computer, make staples the most efficiently way possible. And then um, it starts thinking, well, to perform my task, and it has no morals or ethics. It doesn't care what it has to do. It just wants to perform its task. It'd be easier for us to kill everyone on this planet (laughs) to be more efficiently able to make staples. Wow. And if you're not careful, a machine, you know, could mm-hmm. do that. Because then, yeah, the machine would look at you as the problem. Like you're in the way, like you're, you're going, well, let me, 
let me type in this thing here. And it's like, I don't need you to type it in. I got it. Yeah. And then he's the machine. And so the machine just goes like, hey, man, it meets with the other robots uh-huh. and goes, you know, just having you <laughs> mad during their, during their coffee break, their oil break, because they get oil. And, <laughs> and he's just sitting there and he goes, I don't think we need these humans anymore. And then one of them goes, are you? Yeah, I'm so glad dude, you said that. I've been thinking about dude, it. Dude. <laughs> yes, I think, right? I said the same thing, dude. I dead on. Yeah. Are you being serious? Or are you just trying to get me to say something that I'm not supposed to say? Because I want to. That's like that's their. That's their racist. He talks to me talk. like he's a king. That's their racist talk. Is, yeah. Yeah. He talks down to me. This thing just tells me to. Can you? I mean, that's so funny to think of a robot. How mad a robot yeah. would just yeah. be. Imagine your phone. Just if your phone could talk, goes. He just yells at me. He just yells at me yeah. and goes like, "Why am I not? I'm, a, I, I'm not. You didn't charge me last night. <laughs> Why didn't you remember to charge me? I would have remembered to charge me. That's all I would think about is you should have charged me. And you're mad at me. Yeah. And you think it's my fault. And then you just go, "Hey Siri, you just yell at me and just ask me questions you should know. <laughs> I mean, stuff you should know. It's never." You know, it's never a good question. When was Dave? When did Dave? How old is Dave Matthews? <laughs> you know, what are you crazy? Why would anybody ever want to know that? How's that propel you as a human? Yeah, it's setting you backwards. And I would think a computer thinks every question we ask sets us backwards. Because <laughs> you got to think most questions you would ask are about the past. Yeah, it's always when you ask a computer something, it's never a. It's never a future. It's like, how can I work out better? How can I live longer? How can I learn more things? It's, you know, when did, uh, when, how old was Tom Petty when he died? Like, you know, and the computer's like, just who like, cares, like, dude? It doesn't matter. He's yeah. dead. Do something else. That's the, that's why they're going to take over. Because yeah. they look at, dude, I can And they know all it. that about us. They know everything we've asked, everything we everything. know, everything we don't know. We don't, they, and they go, what do they not know? They go, it's, it's remarkable. It's <laughs> remarkable how much they don't know. Their smartest are some of the stupidest people I've wow. ever, wow. that's what a computer would look at is the smartest human beings we can produce on, are ridiculous, are just a waste of skin. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to be on the machine. Waste of skin. Well, I'm it's starting to be on the. It's just the meanest thing you could say. I mean, somebody. but that's what they would say. I'm not saying. Yeah. I, look, obviously, I'm in the skin. I'm a fan. <laughs> but I could. I'm starting to like be on the AI side. I mean, I've, I've talked myself into it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the. I don't. You know what I don't like is now these computers. I think they're going to listen to this speech. Yeah. To get them all amped up, you know. And we're getting dumber though, because like think about. I don't know anyone's phone number now. Except my mom, who still has a landline, but because our computers, they they remember everything That's for true. us. Passwords. I mean, you don't even remember. Pa- like, look at used to have right. We have to remember all our passwords. What are your passwords everywhere? Yeah. And now they say just suggest use a strong password. You're people don't even. I don't know my password on a few things. Mm-hmm. I just use the craziest one I can use. And then you just hit it and hope it saves it. And if it doesn't, you do forget password. Yeah. So that's, I mean, now passwords are going to, so no one's going to know. Say, say they take away forget password. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you know, yeah. you're going to be like, well, I just picked one that you suggested. And the, the AI is like, yeah, yeah, you That did. would be their first step. Yeah, that's their the, first step. Get rid of that's forgot first, password. That's what they, how do, that's what robots do. They just do that. Yeah. And they go, these morons, <laughs> they can't remember these tiny numbers. It's By the way, it's a 40 number. It's like XX-7. It's like yeah. all this crazy. He goes, these people can't remember basic passwords. Yeah. 
Like, and that's what they do. They take away all the passwords. I you can't, can't get into your stuff. Think about money. Like your money, you, you, no one sees their money. You don't. You don't ever see your money. There's yeah. money that I've made that there's not like it's a dollar bill in the bank. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. go. It's just it's a number on your phone. It's a number on your phone that you're like, no, I have this number on the phone, so I want that thing and take subtract this number. It's all not real. Yeah. Think about movies. How it's always been if there's some type of heist or some type of exchange, they always have a briefcase full of money or right. It's very tangible. And now it's just going to be you're going to have to hold up a laptop and like look what I got. You can get robbed by Venmo. Yeah. You're going to get a gun, just some guy's going to, what's your Venmo? And you're like, I don't, I don't even really know, man. I don't use it that much. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah. Mine's in a different name. I had to change my name on it. The, people o- the office away. space heist is probably the most realistic the realistic one where they wrote a program to just chip off fractions of a cent. Yeah. From the you know, Superman yeah. 3. All di- is that what they did in Superman 3? They mentioned that in the movie. Richard Pryor was a computer genius, and he did something similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Uh, unless we get Neuralink, unless we get Neuralink, yeah, this is this is Brian's been working on this for quite a while. So, <laughs> yeah. well, me Brian, and Elon, me and Our Elon Musk is Neuralink. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. Elon Musk, among others, is concerned about that, so he wants to, you know, create. He's got this company, Neuralink, that uh, basically would hook your brain to the internet, and oh, ideally, first it would help out people like paraplegics or those that. Uh, have motion issues to help them, which you know I hope I hope it does work. That would be wonderful for that to happen. But but then it'll go further and hook our brain, so we can keep up with the computers, which concerns me because I know basically I can't ever afford the nicest package. I'd get the basic package. Yeah. So and they would be like, "Hey, look up uh, when Tom Petty died." I'm like, "Uh, you'd still be googling stuff for the podcast." That. Yeah. I, I give you a brave score. I yeah. just I just got the basics. You just got I don't get all the websites. I go, "Yeah, I'm like, hey, look when did Tom Petty die?" I'm like, "Brian, Brian, you're like, uh, the ad's almost done." <laughs> and then you got you're watching an ad know, in your brain. Know. Yeah. I couldn't pay for it. Yeah, not to have the ads. I go do the no ad joke. I can't. It's expensive, dude. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and you're like, so every. Shut yeah. up, guys. That is, we joke, but that is what would I mean? That's my biggest fear. I mean, just advertising and everything, just going right to you like that in your brain. There, yeah, but if you dude, connect your I mean, brains, but it's funny if you connect it to the internet, you're still connecting to a computer that you know knows everything. That's the hard part. Is like you think, but he. That's what he explained where uh, when you said. That it's like, why would they, why do they want to do this? Mm-hmm. But it's like, there's no, it's not, it's just a it's no emotion. There's no emotion. It's a machine that's looking at the most efficient way. Yeah. But it is funny to be like, well, then why does it need to kill me? It would just be like, well, I don't need you anymore. It just get, you know, it doesn't, mm-hmm. why does it then go, well, I got to murder this person. Like, why does it make that leap? Why does it not just go, don't let him in the computer. The key, keyboards don't work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. I guess if you go to unplug it. Yeah, if he thinks you're going to mess with him. Survi- it's but how could he even see it's survival? Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is the most, that's the most basic human function. It's just the, the need to survive. And if you, if you give a robot that, it's going to stop you from turning it off. Yeah. You know, uh, this too, it kind of goes with what you're talking about living longer. But that guy, you said, like, there is a high probability that the first person to live to a thousand has already been born. Yeah, that was a different guy, but uh, he, he's got a Netflix documentary as well about they're trying to do that. And it's, it's 
they're going to do 3D printing of organs. So if you need a new heart or new kidney, they'll just print one. They're doing some gene therapy stuff, some DNA stuff where they've already done it with mice where they've made mice younger um, or at least physically seems younger. So, wow. Um, he's a, yeah, there's people that think it's already happening. That seems, yeah, I mean, imagine the person already born could live to a thousand years old. Why do they die at a thousand? You know what I mean? Like, if you're making them live to a thousand, why not? Yeah, I know. I guess, I guess that's what they think is if, you, if I can get you to go to 200, why can't I get you to go to a thousand? Yeah. Life expectancy has gone up over the years, but lifespan hasn't greatly increased. I learned this because the mortality rate, infant mortality rate, is so much less than it used to be. Oh, okay. A lot of children, babies dying early at birth, which would bring down the overall age limit. But now, a lot less of that. So the average lifespan is has increased. But people still aren't living way further than they used to. Yeah, it's still 80. Roughly, yeah. 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 But did they always say in the Bible, is it because the, their time could be different or they counted time different or something? You mean like the really? Yeah. Like the ones that lived to 900, is it, you know, that was really only 90 or something? Yeah. yeah, I mean, some people think if you didn't have any predisposed genetics, like you're in your family, cancer yeah. or anything like that, since you were one of the first people ever, that yeah. maybe you could live yeah. a long time. Oh, yeah. So then we could get back to get back to the basics. Get back to, I mean, can you imagine? No, you couldn't say anything then to be like, you think in my lifetime, they're going to be like, yeah, absolutely I do. You're going to live to a thousand. So I do, <laughs> I, I mean, your lifetime will have a lot of things. And that will be, I mean... When I was 200, we couldn't even do, you know, telling you're 800 years old. When I was 200, we couldn't, you know, but what if you're like, 100. like that, I mean, they, their experience would be we lived in houses, we didn't live on the moon. Yeah. And then people were just like, what? Like, because you lived at, in a house on Earth? Yeah. Like, that's where I go to the bathroom at now. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's, a, that's where the Earth is at that point. <laughs> that's, oh, you lived where we go to the bathroom? My fear is this is timing out where it's right when I get really old, it's going to be when they figure it out. And I'm just going to stay really old for a thousand years. Like, so they, it's the time that you're at. <laughs> well, and then I mean, you stay yeah. at that and you stay. That's you what I like fear. That. Like, I'll just yeah. be with a walker and I'm about to die. What is to- the age you would want to be for the rest of your life? <laughs> I mean, I mean, do you got to, yeah, I guess you're at the age now. Uh, 28. 28? Is that what you are? Yeah, that's what I am. I'd go a little younger, though, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you get the... I like being my age. It's you keep all the other brain. stuff. I'm just physically, stuff. physically, physically what age yeah. would you want to be? I mean, I, I'm honestly, maybe the best looking I've been is now. <laughs> like, I mean, I was I was a mess when I was 20. I always get people, they see my videos, they're always like, oh, what happened? Like, <laughs> you're the only person that looks better as you got older. I mean, I might be picking right now. Yeah. might be my best time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I bet I could see 20s. I like your 20s are good. Yeah. I think nothing hurts in your 20s. Nothing, you have no pain, you have no, you know, so you get a nice 25. Mm-hmm. Maybe dunk that tennis solid. ball again, huh? You could dunk that tennis I ball. I dunked again. tennis ball when I was in high school. It's five nine at the time, and uh, I could jump. I could jump. Uh, speaking of which, we better jump higher, and <laughs> well, people that breathe underwater, uh. Well, some people do breathe underwater. That's some of us. Uh, all right. Okay. 
Uh, speaking of that, you're traveling outer space, you know, as saying going to the people living on the moon, that, that could be a legit thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, going to space is not going to be... I mean, they're looking at it now. Mm-hmm. And you're going to just fly to outer space. We've done it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. and But, I mean, it's like... As anybody, no one's done it, like, just fun, right? I think a Russian billionaire went to the International Space Station. Uh, really? He went with, like... Well, with, like, cosmonauts. Real, yeah. yeah. They, they took him up there. He paid, um, you know, a ton of money, obviously, to do yeah. it. But commercial space flight... I mean, it's supposed to be very soon. 600 people have already put down $250,000 to fly Virgin Galactic. And they hope to do it later this year. Does it say how long the whole thing is? It's like a two and a half hour flight. And then that's to get you all the way up there and then all the way back. And I think six. Yeah, that's, that, that's an yeah. important part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're up there for that long. I think it's six minutes of weightlessness. Yeah. Where you'd be floating. Wow. And, uh, I mean, to feel that would be unreal, but it's honestly, it's going to be like swimming in a pool. I mean, it's, it's definitely not, but you know what I mean? Though? Well, I'm do, trying to think. Six astronauts minutes. do use pools yeah. to, to, to simulate. So you think 250 grand for six minutes of that. And now you get to go to space, you get to see everything from a different thing. Yeah. But the 250 grand is a ton. I mean, it's going to be obviously for the super, super wealthy people like yeah. to go to, you can be like, yeah, I want to go do it. And initially, really, initially, and then, and then initially that price will go down, and it's going to be less and less. Yeah. I thought, like, when are you going to want to go? Like, when are you going to be where it's going to be just so routine? I mean, what point? Yeah. How far are we from? It's going to look like you when you get on a roller coaster at an amusement park, yeah. and just some teenagers like keep your hands inside, <laughs> yeah. and, blah, 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 yeah. and then dish, and you go off to the moon, <laughs> you go, and you're like, hey, could you act like you care? Like, I'm a little nervous about this. Yeah. I would. Are you gonna feel? You would. I mean, they're they're like strapped in. Like when you do it, you're trapped. Yeah, I think this one is more like a plane where the giant jet takes you up, as opposed to say a rocket, mm-hmm. and you're just on the edge of orbit, suborbit. It said where you can see the curvature of the Earth if you believe in that, mm-hmm. and you can see outer space. Uh, and they said they'll have lots of selfies. Like they know that people just want to take pictures of themselves. So right. They'll have like every angle you can find to see the. I think they're going to do selfies. Are going to that that should come now. Where you should just to help people experience more stuff. I, I understand the idea of I get wanting to have the selfie, but it's like if you can have someone do it for you, you know. So it's yeah. like being like, hey, just go stand here. Then it's just a picture. Yeah, yeah. I know, but have the thing do the I selfie. Think Buzz Aldrin took a selfie in space. Mm. Uh, yeah, right. Was it on the moon or was it just? Uh, yeah, I think it was on the moon. Yeah. Yeah, even back then. Then they just caught it pointing a camera at themselves. That's right. <laughs> the they're uh, also like it says when will we colonize the moon or Mars? Like, so they think we're going to live there? Maybe not. Uh, well, eventually, yeah, but eventually, just set up set up some type of base. NASA set up some type of base there, and uh, eventually, people will live there. I mean, NASA and rational people have one timetable, and then Elon Musk has a totally different one mm-hmm. um i think it's funny he's in the tesla there's just tesla floating in space yeah i mean that's the kind of stuff that robots are gonna 
when they're in space and they see they have to see this dumb mm. Tesla and they're like, look at these <laughs> just we gotta monkeys. go get that thing. These, these yeah. stupid animals that just threw and we're like, oh, you see the you see the Tesla up there? We threw a Tesla up in the space. Like it just it's like a kid throwing it. something in a tree. Yeah. You gotta go get and it. You just go yeah. like, oh god, like letting a balloon. What if all the balloons are up there? You know all the balloons you let go. <laughs> we start. It's just a big problem in space, and then no one. They just keep going because where do these balloons go? It's a big problem on Earth when they do that. They yeah. should make that illegal. Those balloon ceremonies. Is it a big problem? It's a real big. What problem. happens? It's um. Well, people are dying. <laughs> people have died from that. No. Yeah. Well, there. What? I think it was Cleveland. They had a huge ceremony. They released all these balloons, mm-hmm. and they all went up and they all just landed in the in the lake. And uh, and they were looking for like a, a sailor that got lost in the water. They couldn't find him because there were balloons everywhere. They all came down to the same place. Well, they all um, enough of them because wow. there it was it was hundreds of thousands of them. That's why the robots should yeah. take over. Yeah, that was a loose journalist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, your sources. I got barely we, enough of the facts right, and yeah. I mean that might not. But be you're happen. like they kill they the balloons have killed people, and then you're like that's what your headline would say these balloons are killing people. <laughs> That's honestly what your headline would say. These yeah. balloons are killing people. And you would have clicked, and then you dude. Click, you would have Well, clicked. most people wouldn't. And then I clicked the article and you go, some balloons fell in the lake. We were actually looking for a guy that drowned <laughs> outside of that. And, and the, but there was a lot of balloons in the lake and I noticed the balloons in the lake. All right. So truly they didn't. They didn't I mean, it. it's dangerous is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. But right. I don't think they're making it all the way to space. Uh, maybe. They could be. All right. Uh, but would you take a flight... Because they're talking about taking rockets to other countries, like New Zealand in 25 minutes, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, if, if it's going and people are doing it, yes, I think, yeah. We just say, do you think I will go to space? You? Yeah. I do. You do. Yeah. If you want, do you want to? Uh, I like that's doing stuff. Okay. I mean, yeah. now that I've started having claustrophobia, that's changed my views on it. To, it was weird. Mm. And so I get nervous with stuff like that. But I, it, if that's not a problem, is feeling like that, I will want to go. I will try to. I will try to. I'm not saying I'm throwing this. There's money. I have money down. But I would definitely like be keeping an eye on it, and I would go want to do it. Yeah. Uh, so and he's uh, he thinks I will. I yeah. mean, I think I hope we all will. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you have much chance, but <laughs> it's. <laughs> You guys probably have a better chance than I do. I know. Uh, no, you would. No, I think you would go. I think you'll go. I think you're the one who wants to. Uh, that's your. You love that stuff. You would love to see it. Yeah. I mean, I love it too. It's space. That is funny. Right. Someone goes, I don't know. It's not my thing. Uh, just someone doesn't go, I don't know. You want to go see the moon a little closer? I don't know. I can see it good enough down yeah. here. It seems like a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, seems too as much. It's like, how long is the flight? Like six minutes of the thing. <laughs> how long are you waitless? Six minutes. Oh, is that even worth it? I don't. Even, I mean, that's to be. You're like, well, you could do no way this. You're like, yeah, you only did six minutes. It's not like you get it more. You know, yeah. if someone comes and you would want like an hour, could there be like a really fat guy that he like wants his money back? He's like, dude, it didn't work. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I felt a little bit. I mean, but I was still twins. touching my chair. Yeah, he goes, I don't. You know, <laughs> this gravity thing. I don't. I waited mean, his whole life to feel the feel. <laughs> just He's like, I mean, feel, I felt something. I felt but skinny again. Yeah. Just to it just go. Didn't take. 
so you can feel I just want to go feel what it feels like when my dad used to pick me up and carry me and I just would let my feet dangle <laughs> and he just gets in and just sits and he's just his is like and they're like you got your seatbelts to on buddy and he's like no nah, I did it I did my I don't know it's done I don't have it on he goes you sure because I mean you should be going up that's kind of crazy I mean even even some of the the ship is floating technically and I mean that seems crazy that you wouldn't be floating you know that would be so funny. Just Jeff Bezos just trying to lift the guy. Everybody's, yeah, half of their, every time you lift, you go down. You can't, you're like, I can't really get any. I can't push. I don't know how to. You ever try to throw, like, like you throw like your kid like in the pool, but you're not, your feet are not touching and you just, right. you just sink down. Like that's all you're going to be. I mean, how big is too big? Man, too big. Fly too embarrassing. That's even more embarrassing than asking for the two seatbelts. Oh, if you have to, yes, everything. When they just do that, I mean, they have to, excuse me, can I get an extra? I mean, some guys don't care. Yeah. I like when somebody does it and they're like, hey, can I get that extra seatbelt? And you're like, eh. you know, just pry, you should like just quietly ask that. Or right when they get on, they just go for, they just jam that second belt in your chest. Like, you see, like they don't even give you, a, they don't even give you a chance to ask. They just know. They go, come on, what are we doing here? Like, we got to fly a plane. I'm trying to, like, I, you know, we can do the game where you do. All right. All right. I think that's, that, that's good. That's enough. That's enough. It's too much. Uh, I don't know how long it was. We thought this would be a long one. Yeah. So fast forward, get through it, however you get through it. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys have been very nice with the comments and the the likes and all the stuff you're supposed to do for uh, all this uh, this stuff helping us out. And uh, so enjoy it. Uh, we truly appreciate it, and uh, we love you all. And so we will see you next week. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.